Hello and welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast. In today's episode, we'll be discussing how to reinvent yourself. This is a topic that I am very passionate about because I did my first intentional reinvention almost three years ago in 2020. I just want to share what I've been learning in this journey that it's been very exciting yet very challenging at the same time. And I was just wondering if you guys have ever felt like you're just kind of stuck in a rut and you're just ready for something new, like you just outgrew maybe the city that you live in, the neighborhood just doesn't resonate with you, the house maybe doesn't resonate with you anymore, it doesn't really support you in the way that it used to support you. Maybe you outgrew relationships or, you know, your, you know, your social life just doesn't fill you up anymore the way that it used to. And a major one is career. You know, that's something a lot of us focus our energy on. Having a career that is in alignment with ourselves is very important because our career is our life. You know, it's the way that we can give back and it's very important for that to be in alignment. So if you're ready for a shift in your life, but you don't know where to start, today's episode is just for you. But before we get started, I would really appreciate if you guys rate and review the podcast. That really helps the podcast get discovered, especially because we are brand new. And I just want to say thank you to all of you who have been leaving a review. I love reading them. I get very excited and it's definitely my favorite part when it comes to creating content. Welcome to the Spiritually Me podcast that helps you connect with that beautiful and eternal being within you. Whether you're new to spirituality or a seasoned practitioner, this is the show for you. As someone who has struggled with my inner voice and felt unsure of how to live a life that aligns with my soul, I know how confusing it can be. That's why I created this podcast, to help others find the clarity, peace, and purpose that I have found in my own journey. So if you're craving guidance, support on your journey towards spiritual awakening and divine connection, tune into this podcast for your weekly dose of inspiration. I'm Dulce Candy, your Latina sister, and this is Spiritually Me. Reinventing ourselves is something that we do either consciously or unconsciously at all times because by human nature we are always expanding and evolving in every which way even if we don't put any effort there's always some type of change happening even if that change is just the physical appearance of our body just aging it's always changing and some of us i think in 2020 because of all of the major things the biggest paradigm shift we had collectively in humanity a lot of us went through that change and a lot of us didn't ask for that change. It just kind of happened. And I think what happens is that at some point, and I do believe this, and this is a spirituality podcast, and honestly, I love looking deep within, but I think at some point, you either consciously change or a higher power, the universe, however you wish to call that power, it changes things for you. It almost feels like it pulls the rug out of under your feet if you're too afraid to make any changes. And these changes always have a way of aligning you with where you're supposed to be, putting you on the path that you're supposed to be on, even if it's painful. And one of the lessons that I learned and the biggest lesson that I have learned in regards to human evolution or personal evolution, I guess, is that we can change our lives. 
because we choose to change our lives and we can take action every day to change our lives for the better. Or a higher power can make that change for us and it could be a painful lesson that we might have to learn and experience in order for us to get on track. And I know for sure that I don't necessarily want to wait for something very big to happen to me in order for me to like wake up you know and so that's why i wanted to make this video because i wanted to share my journey with you guys if you are in a in a place in your life where you just don't feel your best you know like you just don't feel like this is where you're truly shining and i know a lot of people a lot of women that listen to me um that follow me on social media and everything a lot of us that have grown up together a lot of us are late 20s, mostly in our 30s, or we're entering our 40s to mid 40s. Now that I'm on the journey of becoming a yoga teacher, which does go way beyond, you know, just teaching asanas and leading a class through the poses and all that. Yoga has been so beautiful for me, because it's really given me very beautiful core values to live by and it's really allowed me to examine my soul if you do follow ancient vedic philosophy even if you just entertain it they do have this beautiful concept of the five dimensions of our soul right five dimensions that the soul goes through starting with the infant soul the child the young soul the mature soul and the old soul and so when you look through all of these, and I'm just going to speak about the mature soul because I feel like that's where a lot of us are at right now. But the mature soul has just left the young soul face. A young soul is where everything is very ego-driven, right? It's all about me, myself, what can I get, fame, money, how much of a bigger house can I buy, all the luxury handbags, status, you know, photos with celebrities for clout and everything is very egotistical and very out, you know, it's driven by outside sources. You want more and more success. And there's nothing wrong with this. I do want to point out there is nothing wrong with that. That is part of the journey, I believe. But towards the end of the cycle, when you achieve like a peak in your success, you really start to question, oh, is there more to life than all of this? And that definitely happened to me. I achieved certain things in my life that I felt like I would never in my wildest dreams achieve in every egotistical way. And that's when I started to realize that all of these external things didn't fulfill me. And I really thought when I was younger because I didn't grow up, I didn't grow up with, you know, a lot of money and you know, material materialistic things were definitely something that was a luxury if you ever had any. And so I valued a lot of I valued money in that sense a lot growing up and I just wanted to make more, 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 more and the biggest house and the most luxurious, the most luxurious car and vacation. And that's like what was driving everything that I was doing, my ego. Even though in my heart, I already knew I want to be a motivational speaker. I want to do something to give back. You know, I was already having those seeds within me, but I wasn't taking action on them. Predominantly, the sweet soul community is very soul centered. They're very introspective. I know you guys. We look within and that's the mature soul. That's where we're experiencing right now. It's the dimension of the soul where we begin to look inward. We begin to value things from the inside of ourselves and the inside of other people. We begin to look 
past the facade of our physical body, the way we look, our job titles, our careers, the characters that we play as mothers, as teachers, as whatever role and character that we choose to adapt to and play. We're looking for more meaning. We look to give back. We look to connect to our higher power and to be led through that higher power. There's a lot of self-reflection and introspection, a lot of journaling, meditating, praying, reading, um, a lot of letting go of habits and people and things that bring us down. And then eventually we'll lead into the old soul. And the old soul is known as the God realization. I have to admit that I'm not there yet. I've experienced unity consciousness, which is the highest state of consciousness. But I haven't been able to sustain that, to, to live in that just yet. So I don't see myself as an old soul yet, but I'm going there. But unity consciousness, guys, this is where we have made a shift in the knowingness that the ever-present witnessing awareness that we are experiencing in our body-mind is not only in all body-minds, but it's actually the same witness. There is only one witness and the entire universe is that one witness. And moreover, that one witness is you and I, is us. I've gotten glimpses of that, and that's what meditation offers you. It offers you a glimpse into these higher states of consciousness as you continue to practice. So that's where we begin. We begin to tap into that place within us that has all of the answers. We have to be able to give ourselves the space and the time to, to go there. And that's what meditation gives us. It gives us the space to be able to clear our mind, to transcend our thoughts, to detoxify our body-mind from all of the toxicity that we play through it every single day. I mean, even in today's world, I mean, we are bombarded with so much information that it can be so incredibly overwhelming. And then, especially if we go on social media, right? You go on social media, you start to see people's incredible lives that they're living, which is really a fantasy. And then we're here living our day-to-day -day life. And then we're like, when we're thinking about making changes, if we look to social media and see other people living a certain kind of life and we say, oh, I want that. And then we wonder why it can't happen for us. It's because that's a fantasy that we're chasing. We want to be able to tap into the stillness and the space between our thoughts, which is the gap. That's where you and I reside because we are not our thoughts, we're not our mind, we're not our body. So if we're not our thoughts, mind, and body, then what are we? We're the ones experiencing the mind, the body, the thoughts. We're the ones observing. We're the, we're the witness behind all of that. And that space is filled with infinite possibilities because the space between two thoughts is filled with infinite possibilities. Anything could happen between those two thoughts, right? But because our day-to-day -day lives are so busy, we don't give ourselves the space throughout our days to have that moment, to have that space. And in meditation, we're just widening the gap between our thoughts so we can transcend all of our thoughts and get to the real, get to the place where we can really tap into ourselves right? Where the intuition, where the wisdom, where the messages, the downloads start to come through. And we'll talk more about the gap in another podcast episode because it's so interesting. And then you begin to reflect on what you want to change and why you want to change it. That's the first step. Are you feeling unfulfilled in your career? Do you want to make a change in your personal relationships? Are you looking to make a change within yourself? Maybe you want to improve your health, learn a new skill. 
And by clarifying what you want to change and why you want to change it, you can start to focus on specific goals that will help you move towards that desired transformation. The next thing you want to do is start to set specific goals. Now that you know what you want to change, it's time to set specific achievable goals. And these goals should be specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. For example, instead of setting a goal like, I want to be happier, try setting a specific goal like, I want to meditate for 10 minutes every day for the next month in order to reduce stress and improve my overall happiness. That's specific because if you want to say, if you say, I want to be happy, then how are you going to be happy? What's going to make you happy? You know, it's very vague. So by setting specific goals, you now create a roadmap for your personal transformation. And it's time to create a plan for how you're going to achieve all of this. Now, this might involve identifying specific steps you need to take, such as finding a new job or starting a new exercise routine. It can also involve seeking out resources or support. So, you can either join a gym or find a mentor. These are actionable steps that you can take. So by making a plan, you can break your goals down into more manageable steps and you can stay on track. And this is really going to help you not feel so overwhelmed um, because I know when you want to start and make a big shift in your life, it can be feel very overwhelming because you're nowhere near where you want to be and you still have a long ways to go. So that's another thing that I wanted to talk about just real quick is just having patience along the journey. Because it's going to be a lifelong journey, this evolution. It's going to take some time for you to learn some skills and for you to, you know, actually have those wired into your memory bank so you can execute and you can talk about them. It's going to take some time for you to get certified in specific courses. It's going to take time for you to create some traction in your business. It's all going to take time. So let's take the pressure off of having all of this to be done at a specific time. And as I'm filming this, it's angel number 333. So that's a good omen. Action is the biggest step, guys. Action is the biggest step because we might be feeling a little bit too comfortable in our day-to-day environment. I know I felt that way also. Even though I am someone who is always busy, always doing something in her business, so on and so forth, I was still in my comfort zone. You don't have to be sitting on your butt all day to be in a comfort zone. A comfort zone could be you working your butt off still, but things around you are comfortable. You know how to do them. You know what to expect. It's not really pushing you or expanding you. And when I became a meditation teacher and I had to start teaching meditation, um, that was very uncomfortable for me because I've never put a class together. I was terrified of public speaking and I had to be in a new environment, which is, you know, in a teacher position speaking to you know adults in a group everybody looking at me and me this being the first time that I was doing it it was so outside of my comfort zone and the first time that I did it guys that I went to go teach meditation I stumbled <laughs> like hardcore first of all I came 10 minutes early which was already 10 minutes too late because they were already in the cafe waiting for me and as soon as I got there they were all just sitting there waiting for me to begin and I was like oh my gosh I still have to set up I still have to get my notes and my papers out and just kind of I didn't have a moment for me to like ground myself and so I was it was so weird (laughs) it was cringe for sure and then as I started my 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 talk my shoelace came undone and I stepped on my shoelace and one of the ladies 
was just looking at my shoelaces being undone and I was like, oh my gosh, I look so unprofessional. What is going on here? And so, yeah, I felt like a fish out of water. It was uncomfortable, but I left really happy because um, I was also teaching seniors with dementia, so they couldn't hear me at some points and I had to like speak louder. And um, some of them were also wondering who I was and what I was doing. Why was I standing in front of them and stuff like that? So it was a really great challenge that they gave me. And I'm so grateful for them because they did not make it easy for me at all, but it only made me a better meditation teacher. And then by the second time that I came around, I already did my reflections on, you know, after the class, I was like, how can I get better? Where can I improve? What did I do wrong? And the second class was definitely a lot better. I was more confident, more comfortable, and I felt like I was really stepping into, I don't know, my my talent. I dare I say my talent because I felt like, ooh, because I've always wondered, like, what is my talent? What talent did God bless me with? <laughs> And so in that, the second time that I was teaching meditation, as I was speaking and reading poems with passion and like almost like performing the the poems, I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is my talent. <laughs> so it was a really cool experience. Um, but yes, guys, action is the biggest thing here. Okay. And if you are dealing with depression, Oh, action can feel like such a daunting thing because you don't want to do it. You know, it, it feels more challenging. So definitely seek out help first so you can be able to take on the action because taking action also requires courage and self-confidence. And you need both of those things. You can't go in there not feeling like your best self or not having any courage because you might not even do anything. Remember that personal transformation takes time. So be patient and do not get discouraged if you do encounter setbacks along the way. It's going to happen to all of us. It happens all the time to me. But all you have to do is just keep moving forward and stay focused on your goals. Just continue to show up. Continue to be, you know, like Bruce Lee says that you have to learn how to, um, how to master your emotions. Because if not, your enemies are going to use them against you. So we have to learn how to manage our emotions. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. If you have any questions, make sure to submit them to the podcast's Instagram page. And I will be so happy to answer any questions in a future Hola Dulce segment. So excited to be back with you guys next Friday. Have a blessed and beautiful day.